You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayou Isan. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you thanks for the gathering of your people. We give you thanks for the opportunity just to bless and to worship your name. We thank you for we are partakers of the name of Jesus. Therefore, every knee must bow. Every situation, every circumstance bows to your name. We thank you because in that name we can ask whatsoever we desire and you shall do it for us. We thank you for the name of Jesus. Lord, as we go into your word today, we pray that you reveal that name unto us. Reveal the power. Reveal the life. Reveal the glory in the name of Jesus. We come before you, mighty God. Reveal by your spirit all that is in Christ Jesus. The wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, and the power that is in Christ. And impart these same things. Impart Infuse us with the things of Jesus Christ today. For we ask in his name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Today I'm going to be sharing what I've titled Living Sacrifices. Living Sacrifices. And it's interesting, I was at work during the week and um, just watching the news. We are busy in the ICU, but once in a while we get to watch the news. We're just watching the news. And basically what came up was they were interviewing a woman who had just lost her husband. He was a police officer. And I think they said his name, his nickname was Speedy because he was always the first person to get to the scene of a crime or the scene of some situation. So they called him Speedy because he was always there on time. And this goes that he chased the person, the the culprit, but in the process he got shot. And he was rushed to the hospital, but unfortunately he died from his wounds. And they were talking about this man and how he had told, he and his partner had made a pact that if I die, you will take care of my family. And if you die, I will take care of yours. The, the, the friend, the partner said, we just had that conversation last week. They had just had that conversation last week. And they were speaking to the wife and, you know, people, the outpouring of love and affection towards her because her husband was a good man and cause of his death in the line of duty. And as I watched and listened to the interview, God laid upon my heart and said, those are living sacrifices. When you think about the police officers, when you think about military men, when you think of firemen, Look upon them as living sacrifices. They sacrifice their lives. Understanding that in this service that they are engaged in, they can lose it at any time. They are living sacrifices. Amen. The fireman rushes into fire not thinking about himself, but trying to save someone that might be trapped. The police officer runs after a culprit not thinking that's not his intent. That Oh, no, I must hide so that it doesn't kill me. But he goes after because he's trying to save someone, to deliver someone. They understand the cost of their service. They understand that that cost may be their life. 
Their families also understand that that cost may also be death. God showed me that this is what it means to love not your life unto death. Amen. It says these men and women are living sacrifices. The military men that go to war, they go, they go to different countries that represent the nation to, to deliver those who are under affliction or under oppression, those who have been taken captive by wicked forces. They understand that they may die. They are living sacrifices. Amen. They are living sacrifices. They know that in the line of their service, in the line of duty, they may lose their lives. But they understand that yet they continue. They have offered themselves willingly in this service. And as Lord laid that upon my heart, that was the first time that Romans 12, 1 really made an impression, a deep impression upon me in that I could combine the word sacrifice with living. Amen. Because every time we think about a sacrifice, we think of something that is offered up, something that is killed, that's something that is dead. So how is it a living sacrifice? Said what these men do, they are living sacrifices. Amen. And if you think of the first generation of Christians, the apostles, the prophets, the apostle Peter, the apostle John, the Apostle Paul, this is how they live their lives, as living sacrifices. Knowing that for the preaching of the gospel, they could lose their lives. Amen. They were persecuted. They were stoned. Some of them were killed. Peter is reported to have been crucified upside down. Apostle John was banished to an island to live the rest of his days. Paul was imprisoned. But they all did this for the name of Jesus Christ. In service to the kingdom of God. Amen. They were living sacrifices. Or they are living sacrifices. This is what it means to be a living sacrifice. Understanding that in the line of your service, you may have to give up your life. That is how the Christians lived. Before Paul became the apostle, he was Saul of Tarsus who was persecuting Christians, killing them, jailing them. That was the Christianity they practiced. All those men and women that died were living sacrifices. They did not give up. They did not deny the name of Jesus Christ. They didn't say, let me just say, to keep myself safe today, let me just say, no, 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 I'm not with them. Peter had to understand that. Remember, it was Peter that denied Jesus three times. Ah, no, 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 no. I don't know. Him. But we've seen you with him. No, 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 no. Jesus said, before the cock crows three times, you would, before the cock crows, you would deny me three times. But when he had, Jesus said, I have prayed for you that your faith will not fail you. And when you are converted, strengthen your brethren. Peter understood that, no, if I'm going to be a sacrifice like my Lord, I must be ready to die. Amen. I must be ready to give up all for the sake of the gospel. Let's look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. God showed me that, look, these living, they are like people in an army that have enlisted. People in the police force. This is how, what it means to be in the army of the Lord. 
says Romans chapter 12 from verse 1, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you do what? Present your bodies as a living sacrifice. It says present your, all these men have presented their bodies as living sacrifices. Amen. For something, a greater good, something that is beyond themselves. If they were to think about themselves and their families and their children, you know, none of them would really offer up themselves for that kind of service. It says, offer, present your bodies unto God. It says, I beseech you by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God. That word holy doesn't mean sinless. That word holy means separated unto God. Amen. Think about the men in the military. They have to separate themselves from a particular way of life in order to fulfill that kind of service. They cannot party the way we party. The rest of the world parties. Because of what they are engaged in. The men that go to Iraq or they go to all these different countries. You know they have separated themselves unto the service. That's what it means to be holy unto. You have dedicated yourself to a particular way of life. It says, present your bodies unto God, a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. It says, which is your what? Reasonable service. Amen. It said, this is what it means to be in service. Unto. It said, this is your reasonable service. The Amplified says, this is your spiritual worship. That you present your body saying, Whatever you want me to do, I will do. Whatever you want me to say, I will say. Whatever you want, wherever you want me to go, I will go. Just give me your command. The people that function like this, they don't function according to their own will. They go where they are commanded to go. They go where they are instructed to go. Not to listen to their commanding officer can be detrimental to their lives and the lives of those who are around them. You don't do things when you belong to an army or a force. You don't do things in isolation. You do things by instruction. Amen. It says this is your reasonable service. In the same way, if we say we are offering ourselves unto God, a living sacrifice, we must be ready to yield ourselves completely to the Lord's instruction. We don't find our own way. We seek his own way. We seek his own instruction, his own command. Jesus once, when he met a centurion who had come to ask him to heal his servant. And Jesus was getting ready to go to this centurion's house. He said, you don't need to come to my house. He said, I am a soldier. I am a man under authority. And I have what? Soldiers under me. I say to one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And he said to Jesus, just speak the word only. 
and my servants will be made whole. What did he understand? He understood that Jesus was a man under authority. He functioned with a particular government where his, the word that he released was power. But what am I saying? That the soldiers obey what? Instruction. That is, I'm a man under authority just like you. And when I release a word, my soldiers obey. In the same way, we want to receive the instruction of our commanding officer. Our king, our lord, his instructions. Because if you join the force and you're not listening to your commanding officer, you know, they'll kick you out of the force. Says, this is your reasonable service. And for the longest time, anytime I used to read Romans chapter 12 verse 1, it just seemed disconnected from Romans 12 verse 2. They just seem to be saying two separate things. Says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. But when I understood that men that were enlisted that had offered up themselves as living sacrifices in the service of the greater good, or as Christians in the service of God, you cannot afford to live like everybody else does. It says, do not be conformed to this world. Do not be conformed to how everybody else is living. Be transformed by the way you think so that you, you, your focus is receiving the instruction of the Father so that you may prove the good, the perfect, and the acceptable will of God. That is, if you do not offer yourself, your bodies a living sacrifice, there is no way you can do verse 2, which is to be not conformed unto this world. Because the man that is going to be transformed is the one that has presented his body as a living sacrifice. The man that is going to be transformed is the one that is going to be hearing the voice of the Father instructing him. This is the way you need to go. Walk ye in it. He won't be walking the way the rest his desires will not be what the world desires. A man in the military, a man is not thinking about what am I going to eat, what am I going to drink, what am I going to wear. No, it's, his focus is upon his assignment. Praise the Lord. His focus is upon his assignment. The Bible says, whoever who goes to war at his own expense. Amen. That nobody goes to war at their own expense. A soldier does not go to war at his That is, everything that he's going to need is provided for him. Amen. He's not thinking about what he's going to eat, what he's going to drink, what he's going to wear. What he's going to eat, drink, and wear is provided by the authority. Amen. In the same way, if we are in the army of the Lord, God doesn't want you focusing on what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink. what you're... You need to understand that he will provide what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. If you are ready to completely Offer your bodies a living sacrifice. You love not your lives unto death. It's a different way of thinking. That's why the scripture says, do not worry about your life. What you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek ye first what the kingdom, what God the king desires. Says all these other things will be added unto you. Amen. Jesus said, I must be about doing my father's business, what he has instructed me to do. That was his focus. My desire is to do the will of him who did what sent me. My desire is to hear his instructions and to do the will of him who sent me. 
even if that means Jesus, that is to fulfill the will of God, it also included dying on the cross. He loved not his life unto death. That's what it takes to be a living sacrifice. I quoted this last week, Psalm 110 verse 3 says, Your people shall be willing in the day of your power. Amen. And I said that willing is, it says they will offer themselves as dedicated warriors to support you on the battlefield. I said this last week, we're in a time of war. That is the mindset that we must have. The Lord wants to arise and to fight for you, but you have to have that kind of mindset. That is, I offer myself, I am in the army of the Lord. Every time Paul used so many examples to tell people that there was warfare. He says, the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. He says, put on the whole armor of God. I mean, there were too many examples in the scripture that Paul was trying to communicate unto us this wisdom, that you have an adversary. You must be vigilant. You must be on guard. You must lay down your life a living sacrifice so that you can hear what the Lord is saying to you. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 3 to 4. This is Paul speaking to Timothy. Again, giving him this mindset that, look, don't think the way the rest of the world thinks. Be transformed in the way your mind operates so that you can prove the good, the perfect, and the acceptable will of God. And listen to what he said. You, therefore, must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. It says you must be a living sacrifice. You must be ready to endure hardship. Paul did not sugar it up for Timothy. Neither does he sugar it up for us. It says you must be ready to endure hardship. The Passion Translation says, Overcome every form of evil as a victorious soldier of Jesus the Anointed One. Be ready to endure, to stand, to resist hardship. He goes on to say, no one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life so that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Do you see that? It says, no one that is engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life. That's what Paul meant when he said, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can prove the good, the perfect, the acceptable will of God so that you may please him who enlisted you as a soldier. Amen. Another translation says, every soldier called to active duty must divorce himself from the distractions of this world so that he may fully satisfy the one who chose him. It says, do not be conformed to this world. Divorce yourself from the distractions of this world so that you can please the one who chose you, who enlisted you in his army. You have to understand that if I'm going to perform this service unto God, I must be a living sacrifice. 
It is not a question of today I do my own thing and then two days later I do God's thing. Then I come do my own thing. No, 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 no. It says we that live, the Bible says, are always delivered unto death so that the life of Jesus can be made manifest in our mortal body. It says we live not our lives for the will of men but rather for the will of God. How do we function as a living sacrifice? How do we fulfill that role? Because a living sacrifice is really a soldier in the Lord's army. One who is engaged in warfare that does not entangle himself with the distractions and the pleasures of this world. You don't get distracted by people who get who persecutes you. You don't get distracted by people who offend you or say horrible things or wicked. You don't get distracted by any of those things. You don't fall into the trap of the enemy to shift your focus from your commanding officer. You don't allow unforgiveness to enter into your heart and you don't allow anger can't be conformed to this world. You don't have time to afford it. You have no time to afford those things. Praise the Lord. You don't have time not to operate in love because he that operated in love operated in the light of God. He that does not operate in love anything that will take me away from that I cannot afford. You are a living sacrifice. That is, you die to self and you live for God. Amen. That is, you are presenting your body. You are pre that is, I am dying to self. My own desires, my own pleasures. If you are going to be enlisted in the Lord's army. You are dying to self. That is, you don't indulge yourself in anger. You don't indulge yourself in bitterness. You don't, in, that's what the world does. You don't indulge yourself in, 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 in getting back at someone who has hurt you. Praise the Lord. You can't afford it if you're going to be in the Lord's army. If you're going to be receiving instructions from your commanding officer. Psalm 40 verse 6. I want to show you what the Lord is looking for. Bible says, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. That is, in the past, the men used to offer up bulls and lambs unto God for the forgiveness of their sins. But here the scripture is saying, sacrifice and offering you did not desire. What does God desire? It says, my ears you have opened. Burnt offering and sin offering you did not require. Then I said, behold, I come. In the scroll of the book, it is written of me, I delight to do your will. Oh my God, your law is within my heart. Amen. It says, Sacrifice and offering God does not desire. It says, my ears you have opened. One translation says, my ears you have pierced. 
Now, to understand what that means, you have to understand what used to happen in Israel. If a man was bought as a, a Jewish man was bought as a slave or a servant to somebody else, and after six years, on the seventh year, the law was that man was supposed to be released. You let him go. And whatever he came with, he goes with. Whatever he obtained while he was with his master, stays with his master. That is, if he got married in his master's house, had children in his master's house, at the end of the seventh year, those children and his wife do not go with him. They stay with the master. That, that's how it works then. Amen. But if the man now said, I love my master, I am not leaving. I'm going to stay here. The Bible says, the master will now bring that servant to the judges of the nation. And his ear would be pierced with a sharp instrument to indicate that he was submitting himself completely forever for, his, for life unto his master. Do we understand? So when the scripture says, my ears you have pierced, what he was saying was that you are dedicating yourself to receive the instruction of your master or your commanding officer. You have presented your body a living sacrifice. Amen. I'll read from the Passion Translation. It's interesting. It says, It's not sacrifices that really move your heart. Burnt offerings, sin offerings, that's not what brings you joy. But when you open my ears and speak deeply to me, I become your willing servant. Amen. The Bible says, in the days of your power, your people will what? They will be what? Willing. What causes us to be willing? It says, when you open my ears and speak deeply to me, I become your willing servant. I become enlisted in your army. It says, your prisoner of love for life. So I said, here I am. I am coming to you as a sacrifice. Amen. For the prof in the prophetic scrolls of your book, you have written about me. I delight to fulfill your will, my God, for your words are written upon the pages of my heart. It says, when God opened my ears to hear and spoke deeply to me, I became what? Willing. And I said, here I am. I present myself unto you a sacrifice. That is, those who present themselves as living sacrifices are saying, that is, pierce my ears so that I receive your instructions. I am your servant for life. I am your soldier for life. Do we understand? The living sacrifice is the one that is completely committed not to move in until he has received his command. Not to act until he has received the command of his commanding officer. Jesus, the Bible talks about Jesus quoting this very scripture. In Hebrews chapter 10 verse 5, he says, Therefore, when he, Jesus, came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me. Amen. That was in reference to Jesus. It says, a body you have presented you have prepared for me. What does he do with that body? You present it unto God, a living sacrifice. Saying, whatever you want me to do, just command me. Amen. 
speak your word unto me. Open my ears. How am I going to hear God? You have to ask him to open my ears. Remove the wax and open my ears to hear you speaking to me. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center, NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.